Welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode of the Apple What's It podcast. This episode is proudly sponsored, as usual, by the Apple What's It Equality Group, the McKenzie Friends service with a difference. Um, Google the Apple What's It podcast and Google the Apple What's It Equality Group, and there's only one. You'll better find it. It's easy. Within this episode, uh, we literally just had a good chat with Scouse Megaphone Man. There's nothing else to it, just an interview with the Scouse Megaphone Man himself. Reflecting on the past, looking at where we're going, and there's a few things that you know should be of interest. Um, what Scouse says is strong, and he's got a lot of evidence to back him up. Uh, enjoy the episode. Oi, Jason! Shut it. Oi, Jason, Jason, I don't like it, I don't, I don't chat. Like, whoa, 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 guys, guys. Yes, the two co-hosts did, in fact, have a chat with Scouse. Listen to that, because it's actually quite funny. That's probably the best bit. You also got in here uh, how to make Yorkshire puddings, if you need to know. Look, everyone, stay strong, listen, and enjoy. Welcome, 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 listeners. Thank you for joining us. We have um, a an exclusive interview, another one, with the Scouse Megaphone Man. Um, we've got, obviously, our co-host with us today. I'm going to try and make sure that they... All right, Jason, just don't want to talk to them. I want to talk to the Scouse Megaphone Man myself, mate. I want to talk... You can talk to him in a bit, Matt. Just, I'm talking first, yeah? Uh, we've got we've got uh, Scouse Megaphone Man with us. Uh, I was hoping to be able to... Um, physically see the man today himself i was going to get some sunday lunch but that didn't materialize he was going to feed me and i've, I've listened what did you have for sunday lunch today scouse full full the full shebang the full shebang so what's, what was your favorite do you, you like your yorkshire puddings right yeah i do my own yorkshire puddings i don't use aunt bessie's you don't use aunt bessie's nah and how do you make your yorkshire puddings how is there, is there oh. a special i'll make it fun with the kids the kids um joining in help me is uh Flour, egg and milk, a bit of salt and pepper to make it rise, and away you go. Twenty-five minutes, Bob's your uncle. There you go, listeners. Little, little, uh, little, little, little uh, Yorkshire pudding trick there. Don't worry about Aunt Bessie's. Make your own, and make them with the kids. <clears throat> so um, yeah, I, I, I teach the kids if you put a line on a glass, fill fill it up to the, like put three eggs in, mark it off with a felt tip pen, fill your flour up to the same level, fill your egg up to the same level, and it's a perfect mix for the Yorkshire pudding. Perfect. There you go. Look, another little like life life skill, life hack. A little life hack there from Scouse Megaphone Man. So um, we're doing this uh, interview today because we've we've done a lot over the last few weeks, and obviously I've only been uh, working with uh, yourself for a few weeks, and obviously I'm I'm enthralled by you. You're like you know side by side. Apple what's it uh, with Scouse Megaphone Man, hundred percent all the way. Do you want to just give us a recap, uh, Scouse, on what we've done? Um, there's the other. Li- um, just thank you as well, everyone, for listening to all the other podcasts because the podcasts that we've done uh, have, have gone through the roof we've gone the most recent podcast has got over 4,000 listens now uh, and it's our most, li- most listened to podcast so thank you for listening it's amazing it's amazing uh, so thank you for everyone who keeps listening Scouse do you want to tell us about, about a bit of a recap on what we've done and where we're going yeah um, we've, we've been to the um, Ministry of Justice building um, the first engagement there was um pointing out to Robert Butland that crimes have been committed and we wanted him to stand down um, because we can prove malfeasance. Um, a week had gone on, no contact. 
So we then went back to the Justice Secretary's building um, to point out that it's now known as misfeasance, not acting in public office. Um, how I can stand there as a children's rights campaigner and make these allegations um, to have no politician to hold me to account. Um, instead, they choose to professionally avoid me. Um, it's now gone on to uh, what is what is tyranny? I mean, to see a tyrann- tyrannical politician. Uh, my constitution does say if you can prove your politicians or uh, parliament is tyrannical, then, you know, the world's your oyster, so to speak. Um, and I just think that to see the cabinet constantly professionally avoiding me um, on social care matters, and it's, it's, it's not good. It's not good for democracy. It's not good for freedom of speech. It's not good for equality. Um, and this is the root causes of child's mental health and anger in parents as well, up and down the country. Social care um, as a whole, you know. So you become you are you are the um, the children's rights campaigner of the UK. Uh, when we did the last podcast, what was that minister? It was the Lord, wasn't it, who knew who you were, the children's rights campaigner? Yeah, we was on Parliament um, the second time out, um, and we bumped into Lord Haringey. Lord Harris from Haringey. Um, yeah, and he actually put his, his finger on his thumb, creating a ring in his finger, and he was signalling the children's rights campaigner. Um, I think you might have witnessed that yourself. I just don't, it wasn't, I think on the podcast it wasn't that clear to hear because of the sound quality, but I think, but I definitely saw it, and, I, and it was a, it, I was blown away by it because I was thinking that you've just started doing this. And I, I don't know how you managed to get heard. Um, how do you think? How do you think actually that you managed to get heard? I mean, because obviously these people know who you are. So why do you think that is? Well, I think I've, I've had um, the nineteen twenty two committee uh, Graham Brady on my profile. He comes on my, my live feeds regularly, um, and I think he's the understander. I think there's other lords um, that have heard and through me school when my children go to school because they're part of Lord Harris Academies okay. um, I was once to be a governor to be in the school but because of conflict of interest with the council I was asked to stand aside what was the conflict um, of interest what was the conflict of interest it was just basically what I was doing with the council um, and the school felt threatened by that because obviously their budgets and stuff do you know mm-hmm. uh, it's not a truth an honest and transparent council um, sort of council okay um, so I respected the school's wishes and just stood to the side, you know. But I've been firmly listened to by the Lords, I've been firmly listened to by ministers, it's just all about now professional avoidance. I think that once I've been in court process, which is on Monday, um, they're able to contact me and make contact then. Um, I think because I've been court process at the minute, they can't. Okay, so what's, do you want to tell us what the plans are next? Because I know what's going on, I think I've got an idea what's going on. I learn new things any time you sort of tell me. Um, but do you want to tell the listeners what's what's the plan next? What's the future plans? The future plans for uh, hashtag Scouse Megaphone man is to keep bouncing along with anonymous. Um, every mask represents a child. Um, we did go out and join Extinction Rebellion. You was with us yourself, uh, Jay. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was it was mental, it was mental. Um, and that's purely shouting for the future generations of our children. Yeah. Um, but going forward, it's about going to court on a week tomorrow. Um, to be sentenced. Um, I've been found guilty of a crime. They call a crime. Um, something my bail conditions are actually allowing me to do. 
Are you allowed to talk uh, about what the crime is on the podcast, or do we not? Do we have to wait? Yeah, it's harassment, non-violent um, harassment. Okay. I'd like to go into detail about it, but obviously because of bail conditions, I'm not, I'm not allowed to. Sure, sure. But when once when when is the when is the um, hearing for you? The hearings this uh, a week tomorrow. A week tomorrow. So that's the twelfth. Uh, the twelfth. That's the twelfth. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's going to be interesting because um, I feel as though there's been a miscarriage of justice finding me guilty. Mm. I think that if people go to the Thurrock Nub News, they will see, or if they Google me Jack Barnes Thurrock, they will see the story that's been put out, um, and they'll see that I've been wholly professional as a children's rights campaigner throughout the process. You know. How does it make you feel? Because obviously, I, I've been—I I, I feel to, for me, you're like a, a brother to me now. I've said that to you earlier, and I said to you quite a lot. A bit odd that I say that quite a lot, but um, that's how important you are to me, and how well I click with you, and, and we're on the same page with everything. I agree with you on everything you're doing. Um, obviously, when obviously when the Fathers' Rights UK group, uh, and, and there's lots lots of men in there that are anxious about going to court and nervous about it all. I've seen a difference in your sort of personality and demeanour leading up to these last couple of weeks. How do you feel about everything? I mean, what's what's your where's your head at right now? Mentally, I'm of sound mind. Um, the thing is, it's it's finding that divide, Jason, to, to switch off and know when to switch off. Um, being a leader of a group yourself, you know what it's like when you're helping people and you always want to help people and you feel like you don't want to let nobody down. Um, but you're human yeah. um, and you do need to recharge the batteries. I think that me going silent for a little while on social media gives the establishment something to think about. Um, I have got the establishment between the legs and I've been squeezing them tightly for the last couple of weeks in terms of going to the Justice Secretary's building twice um, and letting me be, let me voice be heard um, and let these baby boo-boo and baby princess be seen and be known, you know, because it's about change. Yeah. The system needs to change, you know. Okay. Mentally, um, I'm, 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 I'm mentally recharged, ready to go for court. Um the crimes have already been committed against me, so it's just a process of turning up and appealing. Um, but the mental capacity around that is massive. All the parents that go through the family court, it doesn't matter whether it's criminal or civil matter, uh, the emotions that you go through, um, they're unbelievable. Um, you know, you can't sleep, you're sweating when you do sleep, you can't eat when you do eat, you know? Yeah, headaches. There are lots of people, that, I mean, I speak to a lot of people and I try and coach them through being strong enough to get through the process and be strong enough to talk to the judge and, and everything. Civil is different to what you're going through. But I want to just rewind a bit because obviously a few weeks ago, the last podcast we did, um, it, we, we had a really, really good lengthy interview with a police officer. Um, he was talking about um, how... That was a fantastic interview we had at Parliament with yeah. that police officer. So what was he talking about? Do you want to remind uh, the listeners what he was talking about? And then what's your viewpoints on the police and your viewpoints on the Matt Van Tanner incident in Croydon? Yeah, my, my, me and my family's hearts go out to the um, family in Croydon. I mean, it was one of the first people to shout on about it yeah. um, because it is the children's protector. Um, it brings the morale down in the police force um, and it creates massive mental health within the police force. Um, every time they put that uniform on, you know, knowing that this has just happened. Um, but moving on from that, it's it's um, it, it's it's massive. 
I think I think what I learned from that police interview is like, I mean, I've had I've had you know I've I've got in trouble with the police in the past, and um, when I was younger, 1994 and 1997, um, and I did I've got a different viewpoint on the police now because I do view them as they're they're a human, yeah, and they've got families and they've got this is a job to them and they go out to protect us and what do you say 95% of what they do or 90% of what they do is all civil matters no? Well the thing is now the police nowadays they're a jack of all trades master of none um, and what, they've, what they're dealing with is um, social work and this is not what the police are designed for and this is why we've come up with the, with the impact centres with police community support social workers within these impact centres keeping families together to prevent future risk of harm and upholding court orders to bring down the mental health and bring down the anger because these children want to see their parents. I'm shouting from the children's voice. Um, it's great for leaders like yourself, Jason, that are getting all the parents on board. Um, I'm getting all them to shout as well, you know, so we're getting it from both sides of the fence. Mm-hmm. I've got a double-pronged attack with the government, you know, because the parents and the grandparents, and then you've got me shouting for the children's rights because the kids actually want to see their parents. The massive implications to not upholding these contact orders and stuff. What about the impact statements for these kids? Why aren't these kids being listened to? Do you know what I mean? The, 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 the contact that's being stopped, it's it's breaking the bond. Um, and the longer and longer this is, this goes on, it's creating more and more mental health and anger, you know? Yep. Not only with the child, but with the parents. So it's about the parents finding a way of coping. And unfortunately, we haven't got parents that have got that coping mechanism and they end up in jail and they're on that revolving door of jail and then they're stigmatised because they've been into jail. And all they want to do is have that second chance to see their kids. Um, And that's why I believe in people in prison having the £40,000 a year programme to to reunificate when they get out of jail so they can recognise where they've gone wrong in jail and not just banged up like cell rats, you know? Mm, No, definitely. Uh, What's been your... Obviously, we've done a... I've done a lot with you over these last few weeks. Um, winter's coming in now. Um, obviously, what's the plans for the future? We're, we're, obviously, you've got your, you've got your hearing on the 12th of October. What happens after that? Um, it all goes by the 12th of October. They could actually throw it out of court. Um, I've already been convicted. Um, if they throw it out of court, that means that they've looked at the evidence again um, and they've seen that there's no weight at all in it and the tax ban wouldn't. It's not in the taxman's best interest to be uh, going for appeal. Mm-hmm. So if they throw it out, then, you know, the ball's in their court. Mm-hmm. But the serious criminal re- repercussions of it being thrown out. Um, and I do believe that going forward, it's building on the police um, and making the police force be the best and changing the social care practice. Because if the longer we leave it, um, the worse it's going to get. Um, you know, it's bad enough as it is, veterans taking their lives who can't see their children. But what we need to do is put our differences to the side regarding the police. I mean, we've just spoke about the interview with the police officer. Amazing interview we got with him. Um, he gave us a full insight into what the police are about and how they think and how um, recent events have gone on. Um, if people want to go away, look at that podcast, uh, listen to that podcast, they'll hear the interview. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's it's it's... We've made that police force the way it is today. We've made that police force become that standing army against the people. They're not a service. They've become a standing army in their spray guns and their tasers and their flak jackets and their helmets and their shields. They've become a standing army over the years. Um, And we, the people, have made them become that standing army because we've made them that kind of police force. 
Um, the minute discipline was taken off the parents and children knew their rights and it started taking bad attitude into schools and then it ended up to the police and, you know, kids are coming out the rocky road, yeah. the police, the enemy. 100%. Um, and over the years, they've just gained more and more force against the people, you know? So I think it's about us changing the mindset of the people um, and put our differences to one side because, let's face it, the police are not going away. Um, and the children need this protector. Um, I just think we get rid of all the bad apples in the police force, create comfortability, respect the police more, and we'll be treated a, heart, a hell of a lot better. We saw that. We uh, saw that with Katie. Uh, she loves a man on me. Um, Oi, what are you saying? Uh, Oi, what are you saying about me? Katie loves a man on me. What are you doing? Let's go. Sit down. Your mat's over there. Go back. She just walked into the room. Sorry. Sorry about that. Sorry. We're on air. Get off. So when 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 we sorry about that. Sorry about that, Jack. Um, um no sorry. Uh, so when we when we went out there a few weeks ago, um, there we we we, had, we went down that road and there was police with guns. We went down there. We spoke to them. We had no issue with them. We spent the time respecting them. Then we saw uh, Katie Shimani. She loves a man on me. Shimani is that? I don't know. She, I know. Katie she loves a man on me. But uh, we, of course we saw her, um, and she got arrested, didn't she? So what do you think she's doing differently to what we do? Um, I'm pushing the truth. I can't. For, you can't forget the truth. You can't. You can't script the truth. It, it comes from the heart. When you see me on a megaphone, you see me speaking from the heart. Yeah. You don't see me looking at phones or bits of paper. Um, and it's it's passion. It's frust passion, frustrated at the same time passion for change. I think that building on the children's protector, which is the police force, um, shouting the truth. I think is the way to go. Staying on the model high ground. When you're told to move, move. Respect to what you, the, the COVID regulations and the laws, um, and the policies, the rules that have been set. Um, and you're on the model high ground, so you know people will go with it. Professionals will see it and go, well, he's got a good right, a good cause there, really, and he's out to create comfortability. Yeah. You know, it's all we're all human playing the same game, and no one can cheat. So, what kind of a parliament do we want running us? You know, because the police, they want the good intention. There's a few bad apples, but we could work on that. It's like social workers. Yep, yep. We can drain the swamps of the councils and work on the good, you know? Yep, yep. I totally agree. So, how, right, so we, we've spoken previously, um, and, and I, I love listening to LBC and BBC Parliament and politics and that sort of stuff. How do you know, because you've given me some, a few things over the last few weeks, um, let the listeners know, how do you know that you are being heard? What makes you think that you're being heard? Well, how do you know? Because I know you're being heard. I know you're being heard. So let the listeners know what you, what, what, how you know you're being heard. I get, I get a lot of subliminal messages through politicians and lords when I watch it because I watch it religiously. Yeah. Now, for someone like Boris Johnson to use the word child killers is not in his, not in his vocabulary. Is it? Vocabulary. Yeah. Um, um, it's more um, speaking my side of the fence, the grassroots father. Um, and just saying little subliminal messages like that to me um, tells me that they are listening putting more police back on the streets yes. 20,000 more police it isn't enough but you know we can build on that like I'll say it's about going forward and making the children be the safe as we possibly can make them you know yeah, yeah. what's been your highlight I mean obviously you've been doing this a lot longer than what I've known you for What's been your biggest highlight? What's been the biggest impact you've had, whether it be in the last recent few weeks or whether it be previous to obviously like getting to know me and whatnot? The biggest highlight was getting arrested. Really? And the reason I'll say this, if if I did not get arrested, 
I think it would have took me a hell of a long time to work out who, when and why my child was stolen. Now me getting arrested speeded that process up 50,000 times quicker. Okay. Um, so me getting me megaphone back from the court, uh, my freedom of speech has been partly um, given back to me. I'm not allowed to speak outside the council on a megaphone. Um, considering the council had nothing to do with me, the incident of why I was arrested, um, but they're part of my bail conditions. So did you feel, when you got arrested for that, did, sorry to interrupt, so, but when you when you got arrested for that, did you feel that that was the best thing at your time, the best time of your life, or not the best time of your life, obviously not, but did you feel that, did you feel the way you, how you feel now? Obviously reflection has obviously led you to give that answer because obviously things have progressed to benefit. Well, I sat, just, yeah, go on. I sat in the police station and um, I had three mental health assessments carried out on me. Oh, wow. I choose three days in the police station or two days in the day of court. I had two days to talk to the police as if I was on a live feed because I was on 24-hour watch. Um, everything I said, every, every movement I made was all noted down and um, on a piece of paper. So obviously I used that time to let the police know what kind of a person I was, why I did do what I do and where I want to go in the future, which is what I'll say on the live feeds. Yeah. Um, obviously, I, I, I get I get me bail, mm-hmm. and get, once I get me megaphone back, that's when I felt really empowered. Yeah. Um, and that's when I felt I was being I was I'm being listened to now. Well, um, yeah. I mean, I'm blown away with 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 when I've when I've been out with you. Um, it 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 gives it, it puts hairs up on the back of my neck. It makes it sends shivers down my spine. What listening to you, you do what you do. People might think, oh, he's just speaking through a megaphone. You can't just speak for a megaphone. You've got, like you've said to me before, you have to think what you're saying. As you, you've got to think ahead. You have to think ahead of what you're doing, don't you? So you're saying it, but you're thinking about your next sentence already. And because it's just passion well, that's coming it, out, it's, it's inspiring. Yeah, well, it's it, it an easy thing to do. I mean, you, you, your breathing rate goes up. Um, your anger levels go up. Your frustration levels go up. Um, and you find yourself start shouting. So you start hyperventilating and then you start getting head rushes. So it's something I've learned to be able to do. Um, at the same time, think ahead um, what I'm saying. Yep. But yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've been on the megaphone at times and I've turned around and Shadow's been in tears recording, filming me. Yep. Um, because yeah, it is emotional. It is, it, it does, it does, you know, people do think, wow, listen to this because of the severity of what I'm saying. Mm. No, 100%, 100%. How long? How long have you actually been doing this whole thing for? In terms of you know, going out on the megaphone and stuff. Twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen. Yeah, twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen, is when I first done it. When the ice bucket challenge was about. (laughs) (laughs) I remember the ice bucket challenge. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. I remember that. I did that. Did were you? Did you? Did it come in fact? So it's a bit like my podcast. If you listen to my early podcasts, they're pretty pants, right? But they're getting better and better every time. Did you have to practice before? How do you practice getting on the megaphone? Do you just go in the garden and do it, or what? How did you practice? It's from the heart, Jason. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's from the heart. I'm passionate. I'm frust passion. I believe in. I believe in fair process. Yeah. Um. I believe in freedom of speech. Yeah. I believe in democracy. Um, and I do believe in standing up when you need to stand up and be counted. Mm. Um, and when I see the way that social care as a whole 
is not fit for purpose. I think that coming up with the hand of peace, with solutions, and across them solutions, um, at the same time, plug holes in the social care bag and create ideas to stop wasting the taxpayers' money, you know, and create comfortability. Fair play, man, fair play. So, obviously, there's been a few... The, the group's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. We're making some changes within the group, um, uh, and you're part of the, the, the team now within that. Um, what do you say to the men, women, and families? Because there's grandparents on there. There's I'm helping so many parents who are helping their kids with their children and whatnot. There's people who want to protest. There's people who want to get their voices heard. But we need to do it in, obviously, the right way. Um, what do you say to these people who want to come and support Baby Boo Boo and, and Scouse Megaphone Man doing the thing? How, how, how can we make this work? Think, the thing is, we're, we're, we're restricted to, to, a, to a degree at the minute because, obviously, the COVID regulations. Yep. If anybody wanted to come and support Scouse Megaphone Man, and they did um, want to respect the COVID regulations given the put to one side what you think of the COVID rules, mm. um, it's about staying on the model high ground for the children. Um, and going along with the draconian rules of the COVID yep. regulations, if you get what I mean. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, I just, I just think that if people was to sit indoors and like and share to as many groups as possible, that's more powerful. Um, to, to save our children in the meantime, yep. before um, until they're allowed to group, grouply gather, you know. Yeah. So right now, pretty much the best thing people can do is if we're going live on stuff, they can just share it. And as many groups as they can to get the message out yeah. there because I think that stays within the regulations it keeps everyone sweet it keeps us on the model high ground on everything and that and that, and that's probably like the best way to go right now based on the, See, current, the, based the, on the current is, world the thing is it's it's not just I, I, I've got the evidence to yep. prove that the government and the social care is not fit for practice it's up to us to keep pumping it out there and, 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 and offer people the pill and if they go to sleep and wake up and see us and become followers of ours um, to push the cause, yeah. I think that I think that if we if we all got on the same page and unite, um, because we need we need people to unite for the sake of the future generations of the kids mm. um, to sort out this social care. It has a knock-on effect to our old people. Do you know? Hundred percent. Hundred. It's not good the times we're in, and we need to stop and think and embrace humanity share the love spread the love feel the love um, and just I'll put your hand up I'll put my hand on my heart and tell you so I'll give it a fair good crack of the whip um, on my solutions I know it'll create comfortability yeah. it'll create a, a, a pleasant police force families will have money to go um, and visit the zoo or go trampoline park for the day or yeah. roller skating for the day you yeah. know yeah, yeah. it's just unprecedented the way the austerity is being driven in these local splinter groups known as the local councils okay. up and down the country um, and men are being given the raw hand of the stick I think once they have a child they lose their rights mm. there's no men in equalities minister there's no one policing and governing the court orders um, and this, this, this just isn't right I've echoed it on a megaphone, Jason, and you've heard me many oh, times saying yeah, yeah. that. One minute it's a civil matter because it's contact, and then it's seen as a criminal matter because you've not got your hand in your pocket. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've got um, a few, yeah, yeah, right, mate. I mean, I've got a few. And yeah. I think, Go on. Sorry. I think that if we have these impact centres with police, community support, social workers in there, upholding these contact orders and these are court orders. Um, properly I think if these court orders are broken I think the expense should be put at the person who's broken the order 
Um, because the loyal people that just want to see their children, they haven't got no magic money tree. And this is what I'll say um, to the Ministry of Justice. Um, after court, I'm hoping to go to the, um, to the education department to let them have it as well, um, in terms of freedom of speech, um, to give all the, these people under these orders the best possible shout. So when I do that, I'd, uh, I'd expect everyone to like it, share it like mad, yeah. because I'm speaking for the mass mm. and not the few, you know, because yeah, yeah. social services is a problem up down this country. No, 100%. I mean, you've got a lot of, um, you've got, you've got, you've got lots of uh, admirers and lots of people who respect and, and, and really love what you do. You've got a massive fan base, actually, to be honest with you. So, uh, and rightly so, let's be honest, rightly so, because you are speaking the truth and you're one of the few people in this world that, um, have got something on the government and then can potentially bring the government down. So, but then and that's why that's why they listen to you. That's why when you go out inside of the, outside that Ministry of Justice building with a megaphone, no policeman come and challenge you at all. But I think that for me is the most peculiar thing because you're standing out there and you're like, you're saying what you're saying, but no one's coming out and saying nothing to you. And it's like, what do they say in the office? They, they can't shut him up because they know he's speaking the truth, right? The thing, the thing is, the thing is, Jason. I think that because I'm on the moral high ground and because I'm speaking sense and because I'm coming with the hand of peace, I am, and I've let a few of me uh, revolutionary aspirations, ideas out there mm. um, to part of social care, and they probably sit back and think these really are good ideas. Yeah. Keeping the money within social care with um, assessment units and contact centres called Boomerang independent from the local authorities and all the money obtained from them assessments, serious case reviews, judicial reviews and all the rest of it, it goes in for the kids in care and leaving care, reaching out to community children and it's not going into the to the pen pushing friend of the professional. No. The lollipops suffer at the establishment. Yep. You know, thousands of pounds. I mean we've seen this at Rotherham, the Rotherham inquiry for the grooming gangs. Um, the lady that done that inquiry got thousands of pounds for doing the inquiry yet she let 27 professionals there on around um, not answer questions in the inquiry so the outcome for that inquiry wasn't a fair outcome Um, and then she's gone on to do a Telford inquiry so this is all money of the taxpayers that could be kept within social care for kids in care and kids leaving care reaching out to community kids Um, so this this is about revolutionising children's services and keeping the money within um, because when I look at it, it's all for profit at the minute. My revolutionary ideas are going to change that and keep it within the service. Keeping families together, giving men, women, grandparents a slightest little chance of reunification with these kids. Because these kids, I hear them all the time in my head going to bed. When I, when I'm, whatever I'm doing, I hear them all the time screaming to be heard. And I've, now I've got the tools in the box for them to be heard. I'm going to make sure I craft something good for them to be heard and set it in stone, you know. Yeah, perfect. No, mate. Just a quick last, we've got a last question, last serious question. I've got uh, Thick Matt, who wants to ask you a question. I do, mate. I'm going to ask you a question. Don't like you, but I'm going to ask you a question. Shut up, Matt. Respect the man. Um, but sorry about that, Jack. Um, so we've got last serious question. Um, what do you think the impact of a fatherless society is? It's massive. It's massive. You could probably not answer it. You could be talking forever. So try and snops it in a in three minutes, or less than that, if you can. I I, I, I grew up in a fatherless society, yeah. um, and I and I was ragged. Mm. I came up with the care system. 
all kinds of problems, mental health, yep. anger. Yeah. Police was my enemy. Yeah. Didn't trust my professional. I was paranoid. Um, I was stealing. I was hanging around with the wrong people. Yep. I was drinking, taking drugs. I was on the wrong rails, the wrong road. Yeah. Um, it took me to have children to to realise what fatherhood's all about. Um, I don't know how to be a father. Mm. I just give my children what I wanted. Yes. Um, and it shows that in my children's behaviour. Make this um, and they mean it the way they speak. And do you think you made? Or do you think not having a dad around? Uh, I I know I never had a dad, and that's why I mean, we speak a lot about this. Um, I don't have a big family at all. In fact, I, I definitely don't have a dad. Um, I've made mistakes. A lot because, of people. A lot. Of, go on, sorry. A lot of people. A lot. A lot of people. When I was growing up, he was telling me bad things about my dad. Me, your dad's this. Your dad's that. I heard my mum slagging me dad off every five minutes, and me, me auntie slagging me dad off every five minutes. But as much as I heard about my dad and all the bad things I heard being said about my dad. I was still sitting there at 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. I want to see my dad. Yeah. It never, ever went away. And when I got to the stage where I wanted to go and see my dad and I was able to go and see my dad, I did. Yeah. Um, and I seen it for myself what my dad was like and I chose to keep a wide berth. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's the, the children will always want to see. It doesn't matter what's being told to these kids. They still want to know for themselves and hear and see themselves um, so I want all the people that are grieving for children to, 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 to have that in their memory you know that you know I've been knackered mate we were, yeah and, I've, and I've, I've, thanks for that emotional um, bit there that's just beautiful and I, I feel that as well because I I've made, I've made mistakes in life because I didn't have the right role models do you know what I mean I'm lucky that I I'm lucky that I had people in life that pulled me up and said right this is what you should be doing here this is what you should be doing here and they kept me on the right track, even when I was coming off the path. Even when I was coming off the path, do you know what I mean? I was, I was making mistakes, and I got my, mm. my, my sort of my sort of. She's not. She's like a, a mum to me. She's like Sheila. She's not my mum, but she's like a mum to me. And she literally, I lived above the pub with her, and she made sure that I uh, did everything I was supposed to. She told me off like a mum would tell me off. She put me. She, she gave me discipline. Do you know what I mean? Which is something I never had. Um, so yeah, but, and that's how I'm, I'm sidetracking. I digress. I apologise. So. Um, well, I'm. I'm all about I'm all about getting these men a second chance. Yeah, I um, What we've got in this country is far men to too many men that can stand there and say I'm an excellent stepdad, but I'm a shit father, and they want that slightest bit of a chance for reunification. Do you know what I mean? To see their their, their, their true kids. Do you know what I mean? I, th- I think that going going forward, um, given given these um, court orders the best possible shouts is gonna is gonna. It's good. It's going to help them all. Yeah. Um, massively going forward, you know, Jeff. I definitely 100% agree. 100% agree. Now, obviously, this is the um, that was there were the sort of the serious questions. We can't have the Apple WhatsApp podcast because those who do listen to the Apple WhatsApp podcast regularly, and there's there's more and more of you all the time now, um, would know that we to get through this emotional stuff, we need to have a little bit of humour. Uh, and unfortunately, I've got two really shit. Uh, co- sorry, bad language. Sorry, apologies. Um, I've been really good with that as well. I've been, I've been really good with my bad language as Frost well. Passion. Frustrated at the same time, passionate. Yes, that's it, that's it. So thank you. So I've been really good with my language on this one as well. So um I, uh, that was good for me. So I've got um a really poor co-host, two co-hosts. Um oh before I go before I give wait, I want to speak to No, wait Matt, wait, wait. What are your thoughts on these protests that have happened? Um, 
when we went out, we went out two Wednesdays in a row. Then, then the next Wednesday, we didn't go out. But who was out? Yeah, there was the, the people that we met when we went out um, a Parliament, a part, a part of the um, anti-vaccine and all that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the COVID and all that. Yeah, they went out on the Wednesday, um, but we didn't attend. So, do you think they were hoping to sort of like try and bump into us because we had a bit of the routine going there and then we pulled back? It felt like it because obviously they'd seen the routine. I think the way that we was approached the second time um, we went out, yep. we'd seen Kate um, rudely, rudely spoken to. Um, bad ego. But we, again, we stayed on the model high ground and to see that she gets arrested 15 minutes later, well, that says a lot, doesn't it? It does, says everything. Well, okay. you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let, let Matt ask you a quick question. How you doing, Scouse? You all right? I don't know what you're doing, Scouse. All right. All right. How you doing, bro? Oh, I'm good, mate. I'm good. I don't like you, but I'm good. All right. I like sausages. <laughs> uh, and I like belittling women. Uh, uh, what makes you the children's protector? <laughs> I'm the opposite of you. <laughs> That told you, man, didn't it? What do you mean you're opposite me? What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> I've got no isms and I've got no asms. I'm not left wing and I'm not right wing. I am straight down the middle. Boom! Boom! That told I've you, man. No, I've got no biscuits, man. Oh, I'm going to go get a biscuit. I'm going to get a biscuit, Jason. I'm going to get a biscuit. I'm going to get a biscuit. I'm going to get a biscuit. Right, sorry about that, Matt. So go get your biscuits, mate. Go on. Get away. Get away. Right. I've also got one other... Um, Bit of a toff here with me. Um, she's called. Uh, oh, it's Katie here. How you doing, Scars? It's Katie. She loves to on me. How you doing, Children's Protector? You alright? I'm alright. Good, good, good. Uh, you know, you, do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? I don't. Didn't know who he was then, but I do know who you are now. Oh, great, great, great. Do you believe that 5G is creating COVID? No, not at all. Oh. I do believe that I could, uh, you need your hair doing. But I'm a peroxide blonde in a natural world. I could see your roots from the other side of the road. Oh, I need to go to the hairdressers. I'm going to go. Well, she's off. She's off. Get out of here. Go on, both of you. Have your time now. That is your air time. Okay. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. She's gone. They've gone. They've gone. Matt's eating a biscuit. She's doing her peroxide. Folks, I've gone to a natural yeah, it, was, it was nice to have the last word there because I didn't have a chance when he was on the street. <laughs> Look, um, uh, do you have anything else you want to add? Do you have anything else you want to put into this? Because this podcast is literally going to be, this is just me and you talking. Uh, it's a 40 minutes. I just want to, I just want to, I just want to th- thank you on behalf of Children's Rights, Jason, seeing what you've been doing over the time you've been doing it. Um, and engaging with me, I think it's 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 been nothing else but professional, and I love it. Going forward, I can't wait to see where we go on this um, journey, um, and give 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 these kids the best possible shout, you know. No, it is about that. It's I about. I just want to say thanks. Thank you, thank you, thank you for doing it, and thank you for being part of it because we value it. I think the group, the Fathers Rights UK group, values you being in there, and that the, we love we love Baby Boo Boo. We love Baby Boo Boo. Yeah. Um, and this is something amazing. I mean, we've got to just give them page up to get Boo Boo afloat. We've got um, we've got many, many, many more mascots waiting to come out. So it's about us being heard, seen, and taken seriously. 
you know? Yeah. I mean, that's we'll, what it's about. We will put the uh, link for the Just Given uh, page for the um, for the float going down the Thames, isn't it? It's a, it's a, it's a float for, um, so we can drive these um, mascots about. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so we're not, oh, not down the Thames. We're going driving the, driving uh, the mascots around the down yeah. around town. Yeah, I mean, the long-term plan is to get this this float and go into the um, towns up and down the country and build up uh, police community support relations with children's rights um, and just try and create comfortability um, for change. We need to get maximum um, exposure um, and many, many people on board um, to make government change, you know, Mm. change the system. Yeah. Now, for the better, for the old people and the young, you know. Yeah, mate, absolutely. I mean, I think one thing now we're going to head into winter. Um, one thing you're going to see a lot more of the, is the homeless people on the streets, and people need to start. In my view, and I do it a lot. I think um, going out and just understanding the homeless person, yeah, speaking to them, understanding their situation, because some of them are ex-veterans, being they protected our country. Do you know what I mean? And they they've ended up on the street. Some of them are dads that have ended up on the street. Um, That's and, right. And I think for me now. If anyone can, if anyone's feeling down, what I generally recommend doing, if anyone's feeling shit in themselves and they're, they're feeling down, go out and do something nice and go out and feed a homeless person and get to know a homeless person. Exactly. It raises your morale massively to do that. It does, it does. Um, when you're down in the dumps to be nice to someone else, um, yeah, instead of being angry, yeah. you'll, get, you'll, you'll, you'll feel it in yourself that it's a different impact yeah. on your, your mental health, you know? Yeah, brilliant. Uh, right, well, that's that's um, that's been a nice little interview. In fact, actually, normally we're used to doing podcasts, listening to you talking to a microphone, so it makes a nice change uh, to have a yeah. conversation, uh, have a conversation with you um, in the quiet. I suppose where where we're going to get a decent, like, decent sound quality. But I'm, I'm really sorry that I couldn't be with you today. Um, but we will, we will, we will um, make sure that we get to. I miss you, man. I miss. I've, it's been like two weeks since I've actually seen you. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, do you know what I mean? So I do actually miss you. So. Uh, um, we'll, we'll call it. We'll, we'll leave it here for now. Um, and uh, thank you for thank you for taking part in this interview. Thank you so much. And I just want to let all the listeners know that um, if we keep plugging away, staying on the model high ground, um, being all on the same page, um, we're going to be heard and we're going to be noticed and we're going to be listened to. Already, we're being listened to. So yeah, it's about you know keep on at it. Brilliant. Thank you. Now, I'm sure you'll agree that was just a fascinating listen. We've got a lot of things planned for the future. Um, Scouse is going to be in Southend uh, Courts on the 12th of October. If anyone wants to come and support while uh, following the COVID guidelines, then please do. Uh, feel free to come and support. Um, Oi, Jason, I don't like him. I know you don't like him, Matt. That's you know, that's because he's better than you. He's the total opposite to you. I know, mate, and... Uh, I think I might have to quit this job. I don't know, because you have comedy value here. You have the comedy value. Oh, what about me? What about me? Right, look, both of you do my head in. Look, ultimately, I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. It's not too long. It's not too short. It's just me and Scouse having a chat. Um, I've enjoyed t- chatting with him. And I hope you've enjoyed listening to the podcast. Uh, I don't normally put music on the end of uh, a podcast, um, but I can, and I'm going to. Enjoy this song. It's for you.